0: Welcome, ECFL, to another week of it. I got my beer in front of me, got my stats, time to bury Maui. I'm BC project 25 I'm fired up for this week. Joined, as always, by my co-hosts, Ace, J-Mac, and Mandingo. Boys, how we doing this week? Aloha. <laughs> I've been better.
1: Angers down.
0: Dingo, I didn't know you played for Vanderbilt, but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, we had an action-packed week. I think we can officially call it Upset Week in the ECFL. Um, I don't think we're going to see another week like that where the top teams go down pretty much all but one. We'll get to that here first. As, J-Mac, you got the Elite 16 for us? Ah, I got it.
1: I got it. I'm going to start at 16 this week, uh, Central Texas, the death their new 16, Frontiers 15, 14, Palm Beach, 13, Ozark, 12, Cascade State, coming off a big win off of Chattanooga, 11, Tennessee, A&M, fell out the top 10, 10, Atlanta Tech, 9, Desert, Desert State, 8, Atlantic City, 7, Town, no idea how they got to number 7. Six, Panama State, five, South Alabama, four, East Townsend, three, Chattanooga Steam. They did not move. Two, Amelia Earhart. Mm -mm -mm. One,
0: Maui State. That's right. (laughs) The Sharks are back up on top. So, Ace, why don't you just lead us with this breakdown of the standings? What's your thoughts on this? I, you know,
2: I said it in chat. I'm not a fan of this "quote-unquote" power rankings. All it is is a is a, a, a list of the teams sorted by win-loss record. It's not a power ranking. You know, there's some there's some two-win teams that are better than some three-win teams. There might be a, a three-win team there that's better than a four-win team. Um, but you know, it's it is what it is. There's a poll apparently, and uh, that's the the results there. But again, they're getting people talking, so that's what it's all
3: about.
0: Tingo, you got your thoughts?
3: Um,
4: uh, I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know. It's, it's not much to say. I'm, I'm a little, I'm a little hurt at some stuff, but we'll talk about that later.
0: I mean, I. After three, it's a cluster. I mean, you have so many teams at three and two. I mean, you. I just I don't know how you can rank some of these teams higher than others. But that's just my opinion. I I think Atlantic City probably probably should have gone up a couple spots. I would have put them probably at six. I don't think Desert State, Atlantic, Tech, and Ozark should have fall that far, but. It's it's the way it is. Uh, It's anyone's game, though, there between five and 10. It's really it's going to be a meat grinder in that core of of teams between here and the end of the season. And even 12, 13 and 14, I would say have a pretty good shot at making a run here to for one of those four spots in playoffs, 15 and 16. That's going to be harder for me to justify a big push for a playoff spot.
3: Absolutely, I don't. I don't.
1: S- well, frontier. Hey, frontier. No, they're not. The West is too hard. If the if they were in the East, they would make the playoffs. That's how much faith I got in Frontier. Yeah, this season.
4: So you're saying the East is
3: weak?
1: I'm saying that without a doubt, the East is weak. The East is weak. I mean that's that's not even a question, is it? That's
2: not even debatable. <laughs> that's the cupcake conference. <laughs> cupcake conference.
0: He's, you're not wrong, Ace. That's the talent. The talent favors the Eastern Conference 100% this season. I mean, but a lot of those teams in the West we've said previously are built for the future. So, um,
2: well, the opposite of what you just said. The talent in not. the West. The East <laughs> is built for the future.
0: I mean, there's there's some good teams in the East that would put over a lot of teams in the West. <laughs> <laughs> when 15 and 16 come from the same conference, it's kind of hard to justify the talent is better in that conference. Yeah, oh, okay,
1: you know what? I give you, I give you that because six of the ten top ten teams are in the Eastern Conference. But but I will say this: there's no way Bone Town should be. All the way 11 out of after beating Palm Beach by six points, and Atlantic City only move up one spot after beating Ozark. Uh.
0: I think I think all of us are in Mandingo's camp so far, at least J Mac and I are. That Atlantic City was slept on this week. I think they could have cracked that top five, in my opinion, but I would have definitely put them at six without hesitation.
2: I would have yeah. for sure. Thank I, you. I mean I I called that shot right there. I I told you guys that AC was going to win that game.
0: Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> there was there was a lot of shocks this week. I'm not going to lie. It was it was the week of the upset for sure. So, um I think Dingo for once we're on your side. I think Atlantic City slept on this week. I think you guys are going to have a chip on your shoulder going into this week's game and if you can keep it if you can keep it going, if either either J Mac or my team falls again, which I'm gonna be honest with you, J Mac, I don't see happening. I think both of our coaches and both of our teams are pretty pissed off. So um I could see you jumping into the top three with another good win uh, next week, Atlantic City, if one no, of those top if really, one of those three teams really, fall.
4: I don't don't want nobody being nice to me now. I I called this a long time ago. Now
0: everybody want to be nice. Hey, I'll give it to you. You called it weeks ago, but now I'm hopping on board a little bit. You
2: said for once we're on your side. Don't get used to it.
3: Exactly. (laughs) I know. This is
0: your one freebie.
1: Look, six of of the top 17s lost last week. So that's why it's all this, you know, craziness, chaos going on in the polls. But Dingo, let's not get carried away. You know, let's not he get carried away. away. <laughs> you know, let's let's. I was with you. You got screwed on the polls this week. Well, let's not get carried away thinking you're a top three team.
0: You're a top. Hey, five. that wasn't granted. That wasn't Dingo. That was me saying I think you could be a top three team if. Either you or I, my team drop again, J Mac. Oh, my my apologies, <laughs>
1: Trying to put words in my mouth like that.
0: I'm going uh, farther than the player on the damn team.
1: Oh <laughs> uh, boy. It's just been a rough week. It's been a rough week for the millionaire heart. I'm sorry,
0: Dingo. We're still mourning in Chattanooga. <laughs>
1: Oh boy! No, yeah, no
3: feelings hurt right over here, man. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. Uh, any last comments on the rankings before we move on to this week's schedule?
4: Atlantic City top five into this week.
0: I don't think anyone has anything to say about that to contradict you there, Macs or Jared Mandingo. So, let's move on to J-Mac. You got the schedule for us? I got the schedule, and like I said
1: in our pre pre meeting, I'm keeping track of all these win loss picks. Let's see who reigns supreme at the end. So we can go start off first first game. Or right, we get the FCS games out of the way because that's that's gonna be a uh, easy. Unless y'all think Frontier is going to lose to an FCS team.
0: I said it in our pregame meeting. I think this is Boise's best chance to knock off a actual team. I think that's been our the league's pick for an FCS team to knock off a actual team, but I don't see it happening.
1: Okay, so all that talk, then this is a pick Frontier, all
0: right? <laughs> no one's going to... Call me out on it. I mean, (laughs) there's no one from Boise.
1: Oh, man.
2: Frontier squeaks out the win. No, Frontier squeaks out the win there.
1: Okay. Dingo.
4: I say it goes to OT.
1: Who's going to win?
4: If it goes to OT, I want to say Frontier.
1: Oh, okay. Oh, okay. That, that's what I thought. At the end of the day, everyone's bigger frontier. All right, Amelia Earhart versus the FCS. Any upsets? Well, I can go straight to oh, yeah.
4: Dar- Amelia Earhart. Amelia Earhart gets, 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 gets dog walked in this game. <laughs> uh, all right, I'm
1: putting that Did down. Did you not skip a game?
0: You We're going to knock out FCS first.
2: Oh, okay. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. My bad.
0: Amelia Earhart wins. Amelia Earhart runs away with this game. I think uh, you could look at a potential Maui versus their FCS opponent score. In my opinion,
4: Amelia Earhart gets dog walk fifty to two.
1: All right, I'm putting that down for you too. That's so. That's that's one. Chill out, chill out, chill out, chill <laughs> <laughs> Backpedal, backpedal, backpedal.
4: Amelia Earhart got the win. You know what we should do
2: is against FCS. We should you know put a point spread on it you know uh, so how many how many points is AU going to win by
3: uh, i go plus 40 i'm in at 35 35 40 what you got dingo uh 40 30, 40 35, 40, 35, All right. Ace, what you got? 28. Did
1: you get that? I didn't hear you. what you, you said?
3: 28, 28
1: points. 28 points. All right. Okay. Now we're going down to the next FCS. um, Cascade. What you ace? What you? What's the point spread? Cascade runs them off the field. Forty-two points. Uh, I got them at mm, twenty-eight. What you have, Prodigy? Uh,
0: I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go thirty.
3: Dingo.
1: I think he had to step out for a minute. Gotcha. All right. Um, last FCS.
3: Um, East Townsend.
1: Ace, what you got?
3: Uh, East Townsend with the win, but
2: I think it's going to be uh, another 28-point win.
1: Gotcha. i give them uh, – yeah, they don't – they don't explosive awesome. So I give them 35. Uh, um, project. what you got?
0: As much as I would love to see East Townsend get beat by Myrtle Beach just for the, the debacle after our game, East Townsend gets the win, but by 14. Oh,
3: <laughs> uh, boy. Dingo, hey. you back yet? Yeah, I'm back.
1: All right. What you got East Townsend winning by? They playing the FCS team. 40 to 20. All right. Plus 20. All right. Well, we can go back to Frontier. Dingo said overtime, so do <laughs> you go on plus seven?
3: Yeah. You say yeah? Yes, sir.
1: All right. Ace, what you got for Frontier?
2: I said uh, plus
1: 28. All right. I'm going to go plus 28 as well. Prodigy finishes off with Frontier.
0: I'm going to get hate from East Townsend for this, but uh, Frontier by 21. They put up another touchdown on him.
1: All right. So we got the FCS out the way. Now it's all elite action. Monday night. Oh, reminder, all games will be played at 6 30 this week. All early games will be played at 6 30. Um first game, no what well, the second game is is that Palm yeah, Palm State? Is that Panama, no,
3: Panama,
1: State. Panama State? Panama State. Panama State versus Bontown. That's a good one. That's, that's a good one. I will start us off. Town has an excellent defense. And that's where it ends. <laughs> i picking Panama State to win. Dingo, what you got? Is he stepped out. Uh yeah, let's go to Ace. All right, Ace. I'm I'm
2: feeling the same way you are. I'm picking Panama State on that one. I don't something's something's off with Bonetown and those guys gotta figure it out. Uh but I think Panama they're kinda headed two different directions. I think Panama State's uh making a run here at the end of the season. So I'm I'm gonna select them for the win.
1: Okay. Prodigy.
0: I'm pulling dingo. Blasphemous, preposterous, <laughs> all the other isses. I think Bone Town's uh, climb back to relevancy begins this week. So I am hopping on our rivals. They have something to play for next year because the trophy came out this week. Uh, but Bone Town takes to win.
1: Okay. All right. Next game for Tuesday, well, eight o'clock game for Tuesday, Atlantic City versus Tennessee A and Ace, what you got? I'm, you know, Mandigo should be here for
2: this, but I think Atlantic City. uh oh, I'm here.
4: I'm just letting y'all get oh. y'all a word.
2: All right, AC made a statement, and they're going to keep rolling with that, and uh, show so show A and M what's up. So I think uh, AC gets the win there.
1: All right. Dingo, what you got?
3: Dingo, what you got? Uh, I
4: mean, Atlanta City, like, it ain't no other way. Like, Atlanta City going to walk way with this. Like, easily.
1: Uh, boy. Uh, I'm going to pick Atlantic City, too. I think Tennessee A&M had a good run, but I think it's it's going to come crashing down on them. I'm picking Atlantic City. Finishes our prodigy.
0: Uh, this will get into my uh, I said what I said take for today a little bit later, but Atlantic City buries them. <laughs> all
1: right. The nightcap for Tuesday. Atlanta Tech. Versus Chattanooga, Dingo, what you got?
0: He's probably not hearing me. I don't think he's hearing you, J Mac. Hey, uh, Dingo, what you got for Chattanooga versus Atlantic or Atlantic? My bad. Tech.
4: Talking to my wife. Uh, I got Chattanooga winning. I'm gonna go fifty to thirty thirty-seven. Fifty to thirty-seven.
1: Okay. All right, I'm gonna go Chattanooga. Oof, I'm going to Landetech. I'm, I'm I'm going to check on this one. I think I think it's going downhill from here for Chattanooga. I think they're going to lose this week, and I think they're going to lose next week. Three game losing streak is coming our way. Ace, what you got?
2: I think Chattanooga. Got a little wake up call last week, and uh, they're gonna bounce back from that and put it down on uh, Atlanta Tech and show them what's up. So
0: Chattanooga with the win.
1: Okay, Prodigy, I know you have something to say. So what do you have?
0: I'll deal with you later, there, J Mac. Just, just know I'm leaving that mental note for when we play Amelia. <laughs> just, just know. I've said it all week. Um, My tone kind of changed a little bit. I think I said it on the broadcast. I think you're going to see a very pissed off Chattanooga team. Um, I think a lot of the people in the league think they have the recipe to beat us now. But you're not going to stop Mojo like Cascade did. Um, We went pass heavy. So Mojo didn't get the touches he wanted. And you can only hope to slow that man down. Um. However, that has changed a little bit in my mind. I think it's either going to be a blowout in favor of Chattanooga or it's going to be a instant classic in the ECFL, similar to Week 1 Chattanooga versus where it goes down as one of the best games of the year.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: So I'm assuming you're paying Chattanooga, right? You're... By a million. <laughs> All right, Night. the second game of Wednesday, Ozark, Central Texas. Quick note, Central Texas have a new coach. C. Weber has taken the reins of Central Texas. A little insider information, if you did not know yet, C. Weber has taken the reins over Central Texas. So, with that being said, Ozark versus Central Texas, I'm picking Ozark. I think they're going to bounce back. Jim Carr is going to have a big game. Django is going to have a big game. And they may win comfortably. Well, not may. They're going to win comfortably. Ozark's is winning what you got ace
2: well you know i i said what i said last week i said ozarks missing the playoffs and i think that uh this game plays into it i think that that c webb taking over is a good change um for central texas they got a they got the roster to to compete in games um there was just something missing there on the coaching side and i think the change is going to be good for them and i think they come out and uh, react to that change and, and get the W right in that in uh, in Webb's first game as the coach. So I'm going with Central Texas.
1: Prodigy.
0: Well, first I got to clarify this for those who don't know in ECFL, if you are one, if you do get ranked 16, you do not have to fire your coach. <laughs> or uh, real life happens in these situations, so I'm sure that played into both Frontier and yeah. Central Texas decision. Um, but those those of you who are wondering, if you are ranked last in the sixteen, it's not an automatic can for your coach. Um I wanna pick Central Texas just because I've I've been high on them since the start of the year. I think Ace, you're right. It's they got the roster to do things um in this league right now. But uh Ozark, I think, is it's the same thing. They're gonna be upset about that loss last week, and I think you're gonna see a different team. Come onto the field, and Ozark takes it. All right. Call um
1: Dingo for me. I don't know if you he hear me,
0: Dingo. If you didn't hear J Mac, we're on Ozark versus Central Texas. What's your pick? He may have stepped out, so let's move on to the next one. If he comes back, we'll get him in on that one. I mean, is All there right. any
2: question who's I- going to finish last in our little picks here?
0: <laughs> Dingo's gonna uh, get DQ'd. Yeah,
2: you could just put Dingo as uh did not finish there.
1: <laughs> uh Desert State versus Palm Beach. I will go first. I think Desert State bounces back big time here. I don't know what happened last game. it was this snowball effect. This everything went wrong. Everything that could go wrong went did go wrong. I think they bounce back. I think Desert State wins, and they they approved to four two.
2: I'm I'm with you. Desert State's going to stay on that uh, on that path to make uh, Prodigy look silly and his little pick over there. So um, Desert State going
0: to win that game. Ace, you know, another, a a week ago, Prodigy would 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 call you on that. However, I gave Palm Beach a second chance at thanking me for going out on a limb. (laughs) They didn't do it. I told them what was going to happen if they didn't do it. Time to bury Palm Beach. Desert State takes it. (laughs) I'm going to be dead wrong because Palm Beach ain't winning another game.
2: Oh, boy. That's what you get when you're ungrateful, Palm Beach. Just, I curse you,
0: know, you, Palm Beach. Enjoy your losing season for the rest of the year.
2: Experience it. the wrath of someone that was on your side for a while. That's what you get.
0: Someone who went out on a very deep ledge for you. Just just way out on
2: the, the smallest of limbs.
0: <laughs> like I was on a newborn tree hanging over the Grand Canyon for y'all. And you like, couldn't even like acknowledge me.
2: Rude. It's just rude.
1: <laughs> uh yeah, that, that is that's very rude. I mean, they probably knew the truth that you was out of your mind. That's why they named it not you. Like They're embarrassed themselves.
0: <laughs> They're looking for quality psych wards in the uh, uh, beach area to check <laughs> me in, apparently.
2: Anyways, have a game,
1: Desert State. <laughs> All right, the last game in the week it is South Alabama versus Maui State. is probably yeah, it probably is the game of the week. Um Prodigy, what you got?
0: Okay. Um, I don't know if it's game of the week. I look at I look at Atlanta Tech as one that could be one, but of course when you got the number one team playing, it's it's a game to watch. Well, yes, as, it's number one versus number five. That's why. I'm very true. Uh, as much as I would love to pick against Maui again, just to see Ace squirm and hear Squiddy in the chat, I can't do it. It's You guys have proven that you are the top dogs in this league right now. Um, I do think there's a chance that your upset comes a week late, but I think you take this. It's just going to be closer than your last two games.
1: All right. Let's... Maui, okay. Um, I I think this is I think this is a big test for Maui State. Their their previous five games have been um, blowouts. You know, I want to say, yeah, their previous five games have been blowouts. I don't I don't know what the close. No, Ozark was their closest game, which they won by eight. So yeah, I guess they did sing a, a single digit game. Um, so I think they're in another tight game, another close game. Uh, but I see, whoo, I see them winning Maui state. I don't, I may regret it, but I see Maui state winning uh, in a close game. I think it's going to be a, a, a lot closer. Um, then are maybe a three point, three point game. Ace, you can finish us off. I know. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, so, you know, South Alabama is not our, our rivalry school, but there's certainly some history there. Um, in another league, Kickler left us for, for our hated rivals, and none of us have forgotten that, you know. So, uh, Ted and I, Ted and, I and, and the boys remember that, and it's on our minds, but we also know that this is, that they're a legit team um we've gone into preparations you know looking at what wh- what are we going to do to beat these guys and we're not taking it lightly so we know there's going to be a battle but uh certainly i think um we've got too much moment momentum to slow us down now and we're not losing this game uh but it's definitely going to be a fight but now we state coming out on top on this one
1: okay all right we we made all the picks um dingo before we move on are you there Dingo, you there? All right, I think it's just us for the rest of the show. All right, we're going to move on to get it off your chest segment. Um, I know Prodigy has something to say, I, and I know Ace will have a rebuttal. So I'm let me go first to get it out of the way. Um, Amelia Earhart. We deserve all the ridicule from Maui State. We, as soon as we got the number one spot, we lost the number one spot. So, you have every right to talk, Maui State. We are offense. No matter, let me take a step back. Panama State, they deserve credit. They play a hell of a game. So, I give them credit. I'm, I won't be the one to say it's a fluke. But I will say if we play them again, the results will be very different. That is my take. That's what I have to get off my chest. Prodigy, the floor is yours.
0: All right. So I said in league chat earlier this week that I would give the reasoning to my claim that Maui coasted the first three weeks to a 3 and all record. I've gotten a lot of hate for this. By some Maui staffers, some non Maui staffers uh, as well. There's been some other people in this league who've called me, called me wackadoo for uh, going at this. Hey, Mandingo, welcome back. We're in uh, the get it off my chest segment right now. So,
4: all right, go ahead. So, let's go and get this going. you <laughs> fact that Atlantic City did not break the top five is crazy. <laughs> like, 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 the fact that I got everybody behind me, the fact that he ain't break the top five, crazy, crazy.
2: He had to really get that off his chest because he just totally cut off product. Oh yeah, he definitely did.
0: But it's it's all good. I get it. Dingo is a passionate man. I appreciate that. But as I was saying, um no, I've I've, I've publicly said that I thought Maui's been coasting the coasted the first three weeks. Now that being said. Maui, you have my respect. You've always had my respect. That's why I said what I said, because I have have such a respect for the talent that you've put together down there. Um, however, you had the first three weeks only one quality opponent in Ozark, and you beat them by 11, 52 to 44. Um, the other two were a 27 point win, 37 to 10 against Frontier week one and a 45-point win versus the FCS team, which is expected. I said what I said because of your last two weeks' performance when you put up uh, a 25-point spread against Central Texas and a 49-point spread against Tennessee A&M. That's what people were expecting from you since day one. We've seen the talent that you put together down there, and we said this team is capable of blowing teams out of the water like you did against Central Texas, like you did against Tennessee A&M. That's what I've expected from you since week one. And 27 points, 11 points, that's not what I was looking for out of you. So that's why I said you coasted to a an 3-0 and record, because I think you did. You saw that you had weaker opponents, frontier. No one expected to be decent. Ozark Valley was a quality opponent in my mind, and you you battled with them. You showed what, what a lot of people thought was going to be a tough fight was a tough fight. Uh, and then the FCS team, who cares about the FCS team? They're an FCS team. You're supposed to blow them out. So that's why I said what I said, because I have such a respect for the talent that you put together down there. I expected you to blow teams out of your water. You didn't do that the first three weeks, because I don't count an FCS opponent. That's what you're supposed to do. 27 points and 11 points aren't jumping off the the board for me as a team that should be blowing teams out. That's why I said you coasted. That's that I've put it, I put it to bed. You can call me out on it again. Ace, I'm interested to hear your rebuttal. I'm sure I'll hear from it from squiddy, but that's why I said what I said. So here's, here's the response. You,
2: you're obviously – your definition of a, a blowout is, is different than ours, especially being an offensive-minded person when you're kind of analyzing a defensive team. This team was built on defense first. And here's the stats, real stats. Over the course of five weeks, through the end of five weeks, we've allowed 10 touchdowns total. Six of those were the Ozarks. That's a blowout. We went 10 consecutive quarters without allowing a touchdown. That's a blowout every week. So, you know, just, just because we're not putting up massive points, that's not what we're built to do. We're not built to do that. We're built to win games based on defense and allow our offense to go out there and sling the ball around and, and have some fun. They play loose. You know, they're not the, the flashiest offense out there. But our defense is, is you know, that's why I kind of had to giggle at uh, uh, JMac last week talking about best defense in the league, and anyone other than Maui State is silly to say that when when you've got put up those kind of numbers. So that's where we're blowing people out is on defense. You know, yeah, it doesn't light up the scoreboard like a, a, you know a, something crazy, but uh, the defense is is tearing it up, and that's what we're built to do. So we've been. We've been on that train since the beginning, just powering down defense, shutting teams down with the exception of Ozark who played excellent. Um, but that's, that's the rebuttal there. That's you're just, you're, you're trying to to make our team do something that we're not built to do. And that's not how we're game planning.
0: Hey, and, and Ace, I, I completely understand that. What I'm saying is I'm looking at points spread for those first three weeks. I thought you could you could have put up 32 against Frontier. I thought your defense could have, or definitely could have scored your points because you're a stout defense, and I think your defense puts your offense in a point in a position that they could put up points. Um, just because you're quick, quick with defense, it's three and outs, it's turnovers, it's it's what Maui is built to do. Um, and give your offense a lot of time on that field. Um, so I thought you definitely could put up 32 against Frontier. So when I say coasting, I mean, the point spread wasn't there for what I thought your talent was. And that's why I said the coasting. Um, I think you're going to have more fights. It's going to be less of the 49 point spread, the 20 plus point spread, and more of that 10, 11, 14 point spread going down the... Down the, s- the season because I think you're going to have to rely on that defense against some of these tougher teams in this league.
2: And that's what we're built to do. There's only one team in the league that's been in the number one position and not lost. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, you got me there, but I did say this week I would press, I would clarify why I said what I said as far as coasting. That's what I meant by it. So I'm sure I'll still hear it from Squiddy because that's what Squiddy does, but you understand well, why I said it now
2: <laughs> I get your reasoning, but I just i it doesn't match what our team is built to do you know um we we are we are defense first and that's how this team was built you know talk talk to talk to Ted as the coach and he'll tell you where his his first uh, recruiting efforts
3: went
0: all right well, I got that off my chest so I've said my piece.
1: All right. Ace, do you have anything else to get off your chest except a shot at Amelia Earhart?
2: Man, I'm a, I'm a fan of Amelia Earhart, you know. <laughs> without without you guys, uh we'd be like Chattanooga out in the east, just kind of <laughs> cruising along to the finish, you know? So we need a good a good uh enemy out there. So
3: you know, uh-huh. you guys
2: you guys got your little wake up call there. You gonna react? I, I expect you guys to be battling with us down to the end.
1: Week eight. We will see y'all week eight for the I think that's gonna be for the conference. Man, that's gonna be a fun one. Uh, all right, we're gonna move on, transition to the well, we're made year with five games left. Five games that means five games has happened. Player of the year handles
3: us. Oh, okay.
1: <laughs> All right, so Ace, do you have any contenders for offense? I do,
2: I do, but I got a question to clarify. Yes, is it sir. is Is it true? And I'm gonna and I'm gonna ask it of you, J. Mac, because you should know. Is it accurate? Does Elton Bridges really have 22 rushing touchdowns?
1: No, no, he doesn't. Okay. No, he, we're we're working on the stats okay some of the stats are skewed but 22 rushes to hell no he does not I was about to
2: say it because he is <laughs> Elton bridges is one of my favorite um, quarterbacks in the league right now I, I just like what he's doing he's efficient um, with the ball so he's up there at the top for me I also like a guy you gotta you gotta mention mojo um, but one of my kind of long shots that I really like and I I mentioned him in a show early on in the season, Levante Lewis. Um, he do, he's not tearing it up on yardage, but 10 rushing touchdowns, if that's accurate, which I think it is, uh, for mm. Desert State. I really yeah. like Levante
1: Lewis. Okay. All right. That is that is a long shot. So that's, that's a good one. That's a good one. Um, I'll let you finish this off. I have two candidates, one obvious mojo. I think Mo – well, I have three candidates. Mojo, he's probably – he has the most rushing yards. But I want to say he's the – him and Django, you know, Devontae, the one you just said from um, Desert State. You know, I love Bronco from, you know, I mean Earhart. But Mojo has been putting Chattanooga on his back. They lost one game this year, and that's the game they didn't give Mojo the ball. So with that being said, Mojo is my number one. Jim Carr and overrated. <laughs> Jim Carr and Dylan Tate, or that's like it's Tate from um Atlantic Tech. They have the same stats passing wise. They either they had they throw the same amount of touchdowns. They have well, Jim Carr has more yards. So if you like Tate, you have to like Carr. So Carr, I would say if they make the playoffs, he will have a strong case for player of the year for offense as well. Um, I believe Elton Bridges took a step back last week. Um, He... The offense only scored 14 points after coming off a 600-yard day, and he threw two ter- He threw two interceptions. One with the game on the line and one right before with, like, two minutes left. So I think that that hit him a little bit. So that's why I'm going with my two, Jim Carr and Mojo, as my uh, early front-runners for player of the year. Prodigy, what you got?
0: I got four. Um, I got three that I think are are probably unified between all of us, and one that's going to probably get me laughed out of this Discord Discord channel. But I believe it's to be true. I didn't catch. Uh, obviously, that. Mojo you, is no, no. What did you? Player say? A. For anyone's oh, yeah, probably, yeah. offensive player of the yeah, year yeah, list what the man is doing in Chattanooga. Oh, you got me now? I four offensive players. Um, I got that I think are probably pretty unified throughout all of us. And one's probably gonna get me laughed Discord channel. Um Mojo is player A and I think anyone's player of the Year category for offensive player of the year. What he's doing in Chattanooga is unbelievable. Um Carrington Swift is that. RB2, in my opinion, for uh, Player of the Year, in my mind. Um, while I think you're right, J-Mac, Carr and Tate are similar. The thing that edges out Dylan Tate, in my mind, is the fact that Carr has had an issue with turnovers late in games that I think, if it comes down to it, would edge Dylan Tate, in my mind. And then the one that could potentially get me laughed out this Discord channel I got to show it love to my brother from positions uh, Atlanta tech tight end Falcon bird. Uh, The dude is the epitome of consistent at wide receiver only had one drop this year, five touchdowns. He is the picturesque version of an effective tight end. When you use that position effectively. Um, I know there's going to be a ton of wide receivers ahead of him. In people's mind but when I'm looking at production you don't get better than him in my mind
2: I'm with you on Bird he's he was definitely you know on my list and probably number four I I I talked about him early in the season too and he's a problem man you cannot defend that guy Uh, he's he's too big he makes too many plays Um, he is a beast and he will be for a long time in this league, and and you're going to continue to hear his name because
1: he is a difference maker on offense for that team. Yeah. Okay. I mean that. I mean, no one's laughing, <laughs> so 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 you're good. Uh, his chances of winning is probably not high, but also I would say I mean he has a chance because I don't think no one is pulling away, nobody from offense and nobody from defense. We haven't got to yet. Is pulling away from player of the year um, with the player of the year trophy. So, I think, yeah, Falcon Bird has the good a chance as anyone, not named Mojo and Jim Carr. He's just, you know, like like Aisha say, number four right now for him. All right, we're we'll going to go with the least glamorous side of the ball, defense.
0: you just going to skip over Dingo like that? Let's see. Let's see. Dingo, are you still in the chat? All
4: right. I'm going to go. Oh, uh, okay. I ain't, I ain't know I'm going to go Carrington uh, Swift. <laughs> and... Okay. Moja. I mean, those two running backs, no matter what win, lose, or draw, those two will give you two hundred or maybe a hundred yards a night. Like so they're just offensively consistent.
3: Um it's just two guys that I see and I'm like, okay, I know that they're gonna put up numbers and points. Okay. All
1: right. That's that's all you got, right? Yes, sir. All right, since we since we got you, who you got for defense?
4: Defense, I gotta go with Ozzy. I mean, Ozzy's out here showing out. Um, and then I'm going to I'm going to my brother, Ray Diddle. Ray Diddle is somebody else who, you know, and he's on the defensive side, you already know he, he's going to make plays. So those are my two.
1: Okay. All right. Prodigy, what you got?
0: Well, I'm going to join uh, Mandingo on the Bo Diddle hype train. He's one of my four picks for defense. Uh, I think he's just a monster on that defensive front. Uh, you have to game plan against him every week. It's he's a difference maker for that team. Uh, I have Cletus Snow, potentially one of the hardest hitting safeties in the league. Uh, dude is a walking concussion for receivers. Uh, so I think he's another just a difference maker for that defense, and that's what I look at for. Uh, Defensive player of the year who can come in and just take over a defense and potentially win you a game. Uh, Speaking of that, got to give my boy Joey Cass some hype. I think he's really impressed me these last couple weeks, and that's without upgrades. So I'm interested to see what he's going to look like with upgrades this week Uh, and hitting that gym hard. I know he is. And then finally, potentially a dark horse pick. I know I know Ace loved him at the start of the season. For name alone, and that's Tennessee AM and m defensive back year-old pistachios.
2: <laughs> I I do love that name. I I don't understand what it means. I don't I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing. Do pistachios go bad? I
1: don't know, but very creative. Okay, all right, Ace. Since, since you like pistachios, <laughs> who, who you got for defense player of the year?
2: Uh, you know, Bo Diddle, at the top of my list, again, the guy is averaging two sacks a game in a game where, you know, defensive line has not been as impactful um, mm-hmm. as as a lot of people expected it would be. But, but Bo Diddle is definitely making his name known uh, every week, averaging two sacks a week. Um, but very, very similar to him um, from ETU is Brady Gonzalez, who – has a few more tackles for loss. He's leading the league in tackles for loss, um, and he has eight sacks. So doing, you know, making a name for himself. Both of those guys kind of causing trouble. And I don't think we could count out Michael Kruger because we know that dude is a boss. So all three of those defensive linemen, um, Kruger's, Kruger's right there in, in tackles for loss, right there in sacks, and I think he's got a couple big games in his future but we'll talk about that coming up on the defensive backside or or linebackers. I, you know, to me, it's, it's a crowded field there. Um, there's, there's a lot of highlight plays, but I think it's just players making plays. Um, for me, I've always been the defensive backs that are really, really good. Don't have a lot of stats. You're not going to see them because quarterbacks are not even going to look their way. So you have a Mm -hmm. guy like, uh, like uh, I'll I'll just point to my Maui State partner over here, um Perry. They don't even look his way because you don't want he's always flying around the ball every time someone tries it. So you know those guys are not gonna show up and, and get a lot of stats because quarterbacks are afraid of them. So um I'm really liking defensive line for
1: for defensive player of the year here. Okay. I think you I think you was reading my notes, Ace. Because because Bo Diddle, that's a sexy name. Every everyone knows, everyone knows his Diddles. It's a sexy name. But that, like you said, Brady Gonzalez and Michael Kruger, their numbers are almost identical. It's just the name is different. Like, like you say, Gonzalez, he leads the league in tackles for loss. Bo Diddle only has 13, Gwaga Gonzalez has 17. Bo Diddle has two more sacks, you know, but you know, and Bo Diddle has one more tackle, but you know, it's neck and neck, you know. So I think defensive line may get the first player of the year. Um Derek Dillon, he's if the stats, if the, the website is correct, he leads the league in tackles. So you know, that will always be in contention when you have um fifty he has fifty-four tackles up to this point. And name that hasn't been mentioned, Shane Joyce. He has twenty tackles five turnovers, four interceptions, one forced fumble. So I, I want to give him some love that, you know, he, he's, he's a long shot, but, you know, he, ha- he has a turnover a game. He, he's averaging a turnover a game. So that's why he's, he's in my defensive player of the year um, race as well.
2: Definitely. I, I definitely got to say that, you know, for a guy like him, obviously a quarterback sees him and it's like, oh, I want to test that guy right there. He's getting tested. But to his credit, he's making plays when he gets tested and and, uh, getting the ball for his offense. So, yeah, Yost is making some good plays. I like that.
0: Yeah, I agree with that there, Ace. I think J-Mac, he he was definitely on my watch list, but I had to go. It's exactly what Ace said. He's getting targeted. So, obviously, quarterbacks think he might be the weaker link on that uh, Desert State defense as far as defensive backs. But uh, Euro Pistachios edged it out for me because he has one less interception, same amount of pass deflections, but he's getting targeted less, so he's, he's a bigger threat in quarterback's minds. And then I just want to end with, I think this might be the only time that anyone with the last name Diddle has been called Sexy. <laughs> I,
2: I wasn't going to say it, but I am with you there. <laughs> sexy doesn't drink oh. PBR. Come on.
1: <laughs> oh, man. All right, since we well, that's do you okay? I'm asking who do you think is going to win the offensive player of the year? Ace, Mojo, Prodigy, Who do you think is going to win defensive player of the year? Do you even have to ask me,
0: Mojo? I
1: said defense, not offense. Oh, defense played here. I, yeah, think, I
0: know what you're gonna go offense. So what you I f- think defense, I think probably defensive line takes it. If it's any other position, um I would love to see my man Joey Cass win it because I think he's just productive, but I think Bo Diddle takes it.
1: Okay. Dingo.
4: I got Mojo and Ozzy Sash. All
1: right. Uh we go transition real quick to the playoffs playoffs positioning um quick reminder top four teams from the east and west make the playoffs they will be neutral site games west number one and east number two will be on one side of the bracket while east number one and west number two will be on the other side of the bracket um they will be neutral site games there will be bowl games we haven't determined the name of the bowls or how it will go, but they will be neutral site games. So there will not be any home field advantage. So, I'm just going to give out the current positions, and y'all tell me who's going to make the playoffs, who's not going to make the playoffs for the East. One thing, JMac. One thing, yes, sir. I, I thought I it was news to me today,
2: but um, I think it's important to note for for the league. Yes, th- these rankings. This is not based on power rankings. This is based on your conference record. so you're one yes, two, sir. Three four based on your conference record. So check the conference standings on the website and that tells you where you're at because that might change some things. It definitely did for me.
1: Yes, um good point I Ace their overall record, which can be great. It can be six and four, but if you're um. Is seven seven conference games, so if you're six and four and you have one, like, two wins versus five losses in the conference, you have a yes, you have an above 500 record, but it's 10 out of 10s you're not making the playoffs with a two and five conference record. Right, because when, so like
2: when you guys were saying after your loss, you know, right after your loss, you guys were saying, well, it's an out-of-conference game, so it doesn't matter. I was like, come on, guys, that's just an excuse. But now you're now it's absolutely true. I agree with you. Out of conference, yeah, it, it hurts your pride, but it's not hurting your chances for playoffs. So
1: yep. I agree yep. with you. Yep, like for instance, right now, Amelia Earhart's number one in the West. Be- that because we have a four, four no conference record, Maui State right, just right, haven't right, played right. you know four game four games right. yet. Um so we'll go east real quick. Shan number one, of course. Atlantic, Atlanta Tech is number two. East Townsend is number three. Tennessee A&M is number four. The rest of the four in the East, Atlantic Atlantic City, Palm Beach, Panama State, Bonetown, they're they're fighting for that four-three spot. You know, Chattanooga, they have a, um, a lead on it. You know, they're three and on the conference right now. So um, those are the top four teams, Chattanooga, Atlanta Tech, East Townsend, Tech's Tennessee A&M. Who's going to miss the playoffs? I'll start this one.
2: I think I think Chattanooga, Atlanta Tech, and East Towson make the playoffs. I think um AM drops out and misses. And I think AC fills that spot, takes the fourth spot
1: in the East. Okay. 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 So you think it's going to hold? You think Atlanta Tech is going to be number two and East Townsend's three?
2: Um, I don't know on the order right there. I think either – I think those two could easily flip-flop back and forth. Um, I think Chattanooga stays at one. I think AC comes in at four. and those, uh, But the other two, I'm, I'm not sure either way. It, have they played each other yet? I don't even remember.
1: Who's that, East Townsend Atlantic? Yeah. No, they. I don't think. I don't believe they
2: played each other yet. So I think that's going to come down to that game, you know, whether they're two or three.
1: Okay. Um, Dingo, what you got?
3: I got, Atlanta Tech.
4: I'm not. I'm giving no order. It's just mine. Atlanta Tech, Bone Town,
3: Uh, Atlantic City. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and backtrack them. Um, Ozark, Amelia Earhart's Maui.
4: Um, yeah, and then uh, Panama.
1: Okay, all right. So you think Panama sneak is on the East? Um, quick update, Ace. Um, Atlanta Tech and East Townsend played each other. I don't know how I missed it. They just played each other week five. East Townsend, no. Week five, yeah. Yeah, East East Townsend won. They beat Atlanta Tech.
2: That's right. So I think they'll they'll stay there with the at the two and Atlanta Tech stays at the three, in okay. my mind, by the end of season. And I don't know where Mandingo
1: is how he's gonna <laughs> figure
2: this out where Chattanooga misses the playoffs, but whatever.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he, he he's a wild man. He's a, he's a wild <laughs> yeah. man.
3: Oh, man. Take, take um, notes. Take notes, ECFL.
2: Mandingo thinks Chattanooga is missing the playoffs halfway through the season with them as uh, being ranked number three in the
1: league. Yeah, they're they're 3-0 and right now in their conference. And they – well, the next four games are conference games. Well, no, four out of the five is conference game. The only out-of-conference game they got the rest of the way is Amelia Earhart. So, yeah. Dingo, may, he may not – I mean – I'm not saying he's right. I don't think he's right. But
3: cakewalk.
1: <coughs> cakewalk. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. All uh, right. They pay Atlanta Tech, that's gonna be a big one. That's gonna be a that's gonna be they play Atlanta Tech, then Atlantic City, then Palm Beach, then Tennessee AM. If they went one if they win two out of the four, that's a guaranteed spot.
0: You want mine there, J Mac? yes sir we'll start in the east uh since ace hasn't given his west yet i'll let him give west first uh i
1: haven't haven't went east i haven't started east order so so yeah go east
0: uh yeah so here i'm giving a full breakdown here because i got my four but there's a reasoning behind my number four uh chattanooga one i think we have the playoff spot locked up in two weeks um Number two is East Townsend. Number three, Atlanta Tech, because you can't rank Atlanta Tech over East Townsend after that loss. Number four, Bonetown. And it comes down to Atlantic City missing the playoffs because of their Week 9 matchup with Bontown. They're both one and two in conference right now, so it is very feasible that Town can come back and make this four spot. I don't think they get higher than four, just because I think it's going to be hard to catch East Townsend, which is a very good team, and Atlantic City or Atlantic Tech, and I don't think you're going to come close to Chattanooga, in my opinion. So those are my four: Chattanooga, East Townsend, Atlantic Tech, Bone Town, and Atlantic City, missing it because of Week Nine. They're going to take a loss to Bone Town.
1: Okay, okay, solid picks. I mean, nothing out of the ordinary. Self so Chattanooga missing playoffs from Dingo. So, so we go we go head over to the Western Conference. Number one right now is Amiga Earhart. Number two is Maui State. Number three is South Alabama. Four, Ozark. who Ozark has one win in conference. So Cascade has one win in conference. Frontier has one win in conference. Desert State has one win in conference. So, you know, three to four is, you know, is pretty much is open right now. Even Central Texas, to have zero wins. You know, they're on the outside looking in. So who do you have? um ace as your west Amelia Earhart
3: and Maui State are going to be there one and two the at 3 and and I think
2: Cascade end of season I think they've showed that they figure something out, and I think they get in there at the okay. number four spot.
1: Yeah, after that big upset uh, from last week. What, let me ask you a question, Ace, because we all thought Cascade was good. They just had a rough first four weeks. Do you think that was an upset, or do you think that's just who Cascade is?
2: I think they finally figured out who they are. I think they got uh, a little extra help in the coaching department, and you know, I think maybe they've they've been missing some things there, missing some preparation. But I think they've got it figured out, and we're going to see the team that we expected
1: them to be uh, for the rest of the year. Okay, um, Dingo, you you gave I think all of yours <laughs> when you when you gave yours. So yes, sir. So prodigy, who you got?
0: Uh, at one I got Amelia uh number two Maui I' am doing that just because Amelia's got that four0 conference record compared to Maui's 3 and0 so Maui's gotta hope that they win their game against Amelia and Amelia drops in my opinion the two tough games for Amelia going forward is Dingo's Atlantic City in my Chattanooga so you gotta hope they drop at least one of those games for Maui to jump Atlantic or Atlanta, Amelia in my mind. Um, hey
4: guys, two. I actually have to take off a little bit early but um, everybody have a good night appreciate y'all I
0: appreciate Dingo. you Dingo uh, number three I got Ozark Valley and number four I have Desert State I think those two teams are going to be fighting for that 3-4 position for the rest of the year and I think it's going to be a really fun uh, storyline to watch in the ECFL for which team is going to end up where uh, as far as uh rankings, and then I think probably Cascades on the outside looking in, as well as South Alabama, with one of those teams being a game or two behind.
1: Ooh, okay, all right. Um, yeah, yeah um, Earhart Maui play week eight. That's going to be a big one. Um, South Alabama, they their next, yeah. Yeah, there 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 schedules looking. Well, they played Maui week 6. They played Desert State. Now, that is a big conference game. Desert State versus South Alabama. So, Desert State right now is looking is on the outside looking in. So, shh, these next five weeks will determine where you are now in, in the playoffs. So, it's going to be a next fun five weeks. So, who are you for? I didn't I didn't quite understand that. Oh no, I didn't I didn't really give a for it. I would just uh, give it I didn't give a it for it for east or west. Okay. I was just saying, yeah, I would just uh I would just give y'all where they at right now. Um, but since you pushed me to it, uh yeah, yeah we you
2: know I want to hold you accountable here, bud.
1: <laughs> Wasn't that uh, hard of a push, J Mac. <laughs> <laughs> uh for my east. Uh if Atlantic Tech could get any type of consistency, I think they may have the number, they may compete for the number one spot because they play week six, you know, versus um, no, they play this week. Yeah. And if they if they beat Chattanooga, they may be the number one number one seed, you know. But um but I wanna say, I did pick Atlanta Tech to win, so yes, one one, one seed, Atlanta Tech, two Chattanooga, three East Townsend, four. Oh. That's a tough one between Atlantic and Panama. Oh, and Bone Town. I don't think Bone Town making playoffs though. So, um, yeah, Atlantic City number four. Yeah, Atlantic City right. number
2: four. Prodigy's wrong on that one.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't, I don't see Bone Town making playoffs. Um, West. Week eight, Amelia Earhart Maui, uh, and you know it's crazy that they play week eight, and you know with the um, cross conference playoffs, they can play in the championship game as well. So uh, I say I say Amelia, of course Amelia win weeks eight. They're the number one seed. Maui's number two. Um, South Alabama, number three, and. A, And uh, with all these other teams, Ozark, Cascade, Desert State, I think all of these teams have the capability of making a run to the championship with the type of talent they have. But with the number four spot, I have to give it to – I think Cascade sneak in. Uh, No, 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 no. (laughs) Ozark. I'm going Ozark. I'm going Ozark. I'm going – prodigy start talking before i change my mind again <laughs> i think i'm going i'm going ozark <laughs> <laughs> well
2: i said well i said what i said last week they're missing the playoffs and i'm sticking to it
0: oh man you sure you're not going to hear heat from that from your uh, locker room picking your rival for uh making the playoffs
2: no hey, I, I'm, a, I'm a realistic person you know <laughs> just because just because i'm saying they're gonna make the playoffs doesn't mean I think they're gonna do anything there. And it doesn't mean I'm a fan either. Oh boy, yes. But I just that's... I just see him I see him making a run.
1: Okay. Okay. Yeah it's the the West is tough. The West is so tough. Um the East I mean Cascade's still
2: got a loss on their on their calendar though when they come face Maui State.
1: Yeah. 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 Uh the East Oh boy, y'all have it. Y'all have it easy over there. Y'all have it easy over there. Thank you. Oh, okay. Thank you. <laughs> uh, I, hey, I, East, I love you. I think. I think Atlantic City, Atlantic Tech, East Townsend. I love East Townsend. If to make a run into the championship from the East, I would say East Townsend and Chattanooga. Big dog controlling y'all defense. Mojo controlling y'all offense. Y'all have the talent. I just – I just don't like what I've been seeing lately. So – but I, I don't – yeah, I don't think I'll be number one C. I think think Shattanooga dropping to two. I should have saved that for uh, I said what I said segment. But um, –
0: <laughs> You're giving me a lot of things to write down for our matchup, J-Mac, because it's all going on the wall. Uh, oh, man.
3: Uh, well, we have compl- – the you know, playoff.
1: Should we get to it quick? I, I said what I said. I said what I said. Uh, um, I'll do mine quick, like I said. I think Chanduka doesn't hold on to the number one seed. I think Atlanta Tech will be number one from the east, East Townsend, maybe number two. I won't go that far off yet, but. Atlanta Tech will be number one seed. That is, I said what I said from, from J Mac.
0: You're banking on uh, Atlanta <laughs> Tech beating us this week because it's going to be hard to rank them ahead of us if they lose. And it's definitely going to be hard to rank Townsend ahead of us <laughs> after we beat them already. But for my SO, I said I got one because I think it's going out on a ledge similar to what I did with uh, Palm Beach. Granted, not as far. I think Tennessee A&M's broken. Um, I think they got slapped in the face by Maui last week, and I don't think they're going to be seen straight for a couple weeks. I could see them plummeting down the standings with a pretty big loss streak coming up. So that's what I said when I said I think Tennessee A&M's going to go on a pretty large losing streak.
2: Your dog doesn't even like that take.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's a Tennessee A&M fan. We don't talk about it. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
2: He he just emphasized
0: Uh, that, too. (laughs)
1: Uh, Ace, what you got?
2: All right. Chattanooga is one and done in the playoffs. I said what I said.
1: Spicy. Ah, I like it. No
2: explanation. Just just saying it. Just saying it. No explanation. Just saying it.
1: Okay. All right.
0: You just made the wall, Ace. You just made the wall. (laughs) Oh
1: man, yeah, that's that's a good one. That's a real good one. All right, that could be said about Maui too, but we we we, we will see. Could be said about we anybody in see.
0: the ECFL at this point. A lot has
2: been said about Maui, and so far Maui's proved it all wrong. So just I'm proud of that.
1: Ah boy, yeah, yeah, probably. Wrap us up. I don't, I don't, I don't want to talk to Ace
0: no more. At some point, Maui's going to prove us right, though. And Well, blind squirrel, right? Exactly. Well, I appreciate you guys joining me for what seems to be the longest episode of Winging It potentially ever. Uh, this is definitely over the hour mark. I love how Ace two weeks ago goes, yeah, probably 20, 15, 20 minutes is our sweet spot. and We haven't come close to that once since we restarted this. It's too much to talk about. It is, yeah. It's just too much to talk about in this amazing league we call home in the ECFL. We appreciate you joining us for another episode this week. JMac Ace, thanks for joining me. Mandingo, you're in our heart for the rest of this last <laughs> 10 minutes of this episode. Uh, we appreciate you joining us. We appreciate you, the viewer, joining us. I think, JMac, can we start talking to Paw about getting some people some stuff that they... Listened to this hour and a half, forty-five hour, forty-five yeah. podcast.
2: Yeah, we yeah. need to start getting some like check-in, some way to check in on this thing because it's a, it's a great show. There's a lot we talk, we try to talk about a lot of different teams, a lot of different players, you know. And if you're listening to it, we we got to show some love for our listeners here. So yeah, getting some some check-in points somehow there would be nice.
0: Here's what I'm gonna do, and JMac, we we can talk with Paul after this, and I'll I'll post in league chat if it's going to happen. Um, if you've made it this far, I want you to put in league chat this, the word disown, because that's what I did to Palm Beach today. I disowned them. (laughs) So put the word disown in league chat. I'll put some, I'll put, yes, it's happening in league chat. If it's going to work that we can get you some credit for it. But I want to see a bunch of the words disown. You can tag (laughs) Palm Beach players in it. I don't care. Just, just let them know what they missed out on.
2: That's a great idea.
0: (laughs) Make it a hashtag.
2: (laughs) Hashtag disown.
0: All right. Well, appreciate you joining us for another week of Winging It. We'll be back next week. As always, steam on ECFL. Aloha, boys.
1: Yo.